Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday. I love Tuesday mornings because I get to talk with all of you guys. And I want to do a special shout out to Ireland, Germany, Philippines, Bangladesh, France, India, Sweden, and UK. You guys all showed up on my radar this past week. So hello to everyone over there. Yeah, what... We are doing shaking and shifting in this world today, and that's what this show is all about. And so the question is, what do you want your world to look like? What what does your vision look like in, in your mind of what the world will be? Is it more peace? Is it more love, more collaboration, more abundance? I know all of those are part of my inner vision of what I want my world that I live in to look like. And so here's the thing is, did you know that the brain does not know the difference between what we see in our head and what is actually happening out in the world? The, the literally the same area of the brain lights up when they do uh, brain scans and, and all that. So here's the, the amazing thing. This is why visualization is this uh, incredibly powerful tool that you, ha- that you have. We all have at our fingertips. This is why uh, Olympic um, athletes and Uh, the most successful people, they use visualization so that they can sear into their brain new ways of being, ways that they want to show up in the world, the ways that they want to compete, the things that they want to accomplish. And this is something that we can really take advantage of. We have this part of our brain that's called the reticular activating system. And it's way in the back of the brain. And it's like a filtering system because we are bombarded with millions and millions of pieces of information throughout the day that's too much. We can't take it all in. Our brain would literally explode if we just took it all in. So we need some sort of filter. And what, how that filter gets created is by our experiences and how we interpret those experiences. So there's a lot of cliches out there. And one cliche that you probably heard of is Henry Ford's, if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. Oh, you're right. Either way, you're right. So that's the thing is that that is exactly what happens. So when we visualize, we can change the neural pathways in our brain. And that's called neuroplasticity. I love this whole piece. And 
we can change uh, the way that we feel just literally in the time it takes to snap your fingers. Uh, all you have to do is if you are in that worry mode, which a lot of people end up in, um, I am there every once in a while. And when I recognize it's like, oh, wait a minute, let me snap out of that. And you, I, one of the things, the exercises that I'd love to do with uh, the people that I work with is to come up with their particular thing that when they think of this one thing, it brings up the warm fuzzies or it makes them laugh or whatever. And many times it has to do with their animal. So, for example, I had a young person in my office the other day and tends to worry a lot. That's basically their mode that they've been in for of their entire life. And, and then I had the person think about their puppy. And as soon as they thought about the puppy, boom, started laughing, felt good, and this, that, and the other. So this is the power of the brain. So we today are talking about how uh, we turn fear into our biggest asset. And I am have the honor of having Jacqueline T.D. Huynh here, who uh, arrived in the United States in 1975 as a refugee from Vietnam at just eight years old with her parents and four younger sisters. They had only the clothes on their back, freedom, the hope of an American dream, and a commitment to succeed. Now, she's a multi-generational wealth family coach, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and the host of her own radio show about family and parenting called Parenting Pump, right? Yeah, it's called Parent Pump Radio. Parent Pump Radio. Thank you. Now, Jacqueline's goal is to unite the family in the same purpose, build strength, and move financial, intellectual, human assets from generation to generation to create true multi-generational wealth. I love all of that. So thank you, Jacqueline, for being on here. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate and I'm honored to be on your show. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's funny how the world is, is huge, but at the same time with technology, it has become really small because... Isn't it amazing? Yeah. yeah it's and, and I'm sure you found that people are listening to your show from all over the world that you would never even know that they they would even know that you exist. I know, I know. And and you guys talking of technology and whatnot, if you want to actually watch us, if you go to Insights Counseling Center um, on Facebook, we are live and then you can watch us there if you want to and you can, you know, interact, which would be cool. So I met you on Facebook, Jacqueline. Yes. Because we're both radio talk show hosts and this wonderful person um, got us involved in this radio talk show host uh, group. And so I got to see you as you introduced yourself. And then I, I listened to, you know, a couple of your uh, podcasts and they're amazing. So uh, and then we talked about, you know, our background and you had mentioned that you had spent a year traveling and... Um, what, how that completely changed the world. And that's the reason why I reached out to you is like, Jacqueline, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of times we have dreams, you know, we, and, but we, it never comes reality because life 
takes over or the person we're with isn't on the same page. And so we tend, I think a lot of women may be doing this, you know, become chameleon and then we take on really what our partner wants or we accommodate them. And one of the things that I've always wanted to do was, was travel. I mean, I came from Vietnam all the way here and my parents, you know, always encouraged us to travel. But I, uh, I, in, in college and after college, I was, you know, dating and none of my, the guys I wanted, I was dating really care for traveling. Mm. But after I broke up with my longtime boyfriend, I was 28 and, uh, I don't know why, but you know, I, I don't know if it was a dream or a vision like you talked about, it just came to me and I'm like, you know what, this is the perfect time for me to travel. <laughs> I don't have any kids. I, uh, into uh, when I was 25, I purchased my first income property. Oh wow! And so I had, I lived in the front unit with two roommates, and then I rented the back unit too. So I thought this is great because I could just have my, you know, the tenants pays for the rent. I don't have. To, it's not like I have to pay that. And I said I want to travel to a couple countries, and I asked a few friends if they want to go with me, and it was all like, well, I got to check my work to see if I can take time off when you're going to go. And I, and you know, we can't, you know, and then there's all these excuses that I heard in myself. And I said, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I would get so much pushback from my parents because I think as you know, as women, um, if you have girls, they're going to, you might be worried that they're traveling by themselves. But my parents was the biggest advocate for me they were like, go. Oh, they were calling their friends and, and our families saying, oh, my gosh, Jackie's going to be traveling around the world. <laughs> and the most exciting day, and this was, uh, I'm 52 right now. So that yeah. was when I was 30. So that was 22 years ago, back when w- there was no e-ticket, right? The tickets actually came in paper <laughs> form. And I think yeah. my ticket was probably, all my tickets were probably over an inch thick. Wow. <laughs> so it was really exciting. And so I started just heading west. I went to Tahiti, Barbatonga, Fiji, New Zealand, mm. Australia, Vietnam, and just kept going. And it was just me, my backpack, a notebook. Mm. And at first, I had a lot of stuff in my backpack. And as I was going, I lost more stuff. Like, you know, I didn't need five shorts and eight t-shirts and all these stuff you know it was like yeah I only needed like three t-shirts and three shorts <laughs> <laughs> the risk was just a burden <laughs> it is you really realize when you're out there how little it is that you need to be happy mm, yes and I love that part when we were talking. I, mean, I think we probably spent an hour talking when we yeah. first connected. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. You know, that whole happiness factor and what we think we need as opposed to what we actually really need. And I, and I thought that was an a amazing uh, connection or realization that you got out of your traveling yeah, um, because you went to uh, countries because I, I grew up in, in Europe and so I've spent time in that space there. You went to a whole other culture and, and set of ways of, of just living altogether. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really important to see almost like being put on Mars, right? When you're yeah. in Fiji, there is nothing that is similar, you know, and I'm, I'm going into villages with huts and, 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 you know, spending nights with the villagers staying in huts and sitting around and drinking kava. And it's, there, it's, it's uh, uh, surreal. And, yeah. and like you said, you are, you'll be surprised how little you need to be happy. Yes. And how much happier you actually are. I mean, these people have nothing and they are so genuinely, deeply satisfied and blissful. Yeah. Compared to us here in the United States, you know, where we're, everybody is just kind of there, just hanging on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is amazing uh, that piece there because we would look at somebody who lives in a hut and doesn't have maybe running water or whatever. How is that possible? How, you know, they must be just suffering so much. And here you're saying that they live in bliss, basically. (laughs) They do. And, And there's this family feeling, you know, every, you know, we're all in this together. The whole, yeah. vill- you know, uh, you have a child, everybody in the village is the family that takes care of your child and looks out for you and, and everybody knows everybody and protects each other. There's like no crime. Yeah, mm, right. Yeah, and that I think is probably one of the biggest pieces right there that you're not alone. And so when we come back from these couple of messages, we're going to delve a little bit more into what is true happiness and um, also how um, we how these fears that we have many times hold us back from living that life that we really want to. So, yes, hang in there because you're not going to want to miss it. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Your life, your health, 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are making shift happening here, and we are talking about uh, travel because travel to me is one of the biggest ways that we can learn and grow because we, when we travel, we are outside of our normal routine, and that in and of itself perks up our brain in that we are more alert, we're being stimulated in ways that uh, that we not normally stimulate it. We uh, are paying more attention, so we're seeing and hearing and learning, and all of our senses are peaked. And so that is the one of the biggest parts of traveling. And, and so today, we're talking with Jacqueline T.D. Wynn, who um, is talking about her experience of traveling alone in her 20, 30s and or late 20s and um, and how that changed her perspective and when just before break we were talking about you know, traveling to a culture that is completely different in, in how they live where they have very little they don't have all the material things that we have and how much more connected they are because I think that is probably one of the biggest pieces in our culture is that we are so separated and isolated in many ways. You know, you're a single parent. Well, you really just about are on your own when you're a single parent. But here, Jacqueline, you were talking about how in the village, basically the whole village is part of, of raising your child. Uh, you know, that other uh, cl- cliche about, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really does. I mean, yeah. you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, we talk about fear. When we're isolated, mm. we tend to be more fearful. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then our mind, our subconscious mind starts visualizing things, all the bad things that could happen. And we know what you focus on expands. And yes. then fear grows more. And, and it's this, then we create this society that feeds off of fear. When you have a village of people, just imagine everybody on your block is out talking with each other, uh, inviting you to dinner, and the kids are playing. Like you look out, and there's at least a few parents around all the time. Like mm-hmm. your fear subsides, you feel safe, you feel like you're supported, and then you feel happier. And that just now that's the trajectory that the whole village becomes. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean that that whole scenario that you know who is around you and you're connected and you are interacting and um yeah that togetherness we're yeah. all in this together and we are looking out for each other and uh because we all that that is what we want we want to be safe but we we kind of do it backwards 
here. Yeah, We're trying to yeah. do that backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, it seems like the richer the country, the more isolated we are to our, you know, ourselves. And then you go to the poor countries and you see them gathering more often, mm-hmm. being there for each other. There's this, like you said, this sense of family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And but we don't have that. So what can we do, right? <laughs> exactly. I was, you know, you and I always think alike. I was saying it doesn't have to be that way. No, no. <laughs> we can make changes. And, you know, so you were talking about, you know, uh, playing big and, and how this fear factor um, plays into our life. Yes. 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 Um, you know, the old way of thinking about fear is very linear, linear, you know, we have three choices. We either fight, we flee or we freeze. Like that's, that's what we look at fear. That's the only three things we can do. And what I've learned is that the new way of thinking about fear is think of it as a cube. It has edges, it has corners, it has spaces and each area looks different, feels different. It's not just one choice. Mm-hmm. And fear actually has has faces. And there's I, what I've learned and what I teach my clients and what I teach about is that four, there's actually four faces of fear. Mm-hmm. And each one is different levels in how it affects you. Yeah. So we can go through those four things really quick to help yeah. your client. Your yes, you have me okay. just here. It's like, what are they? <laughs> so the four faces of fear, the first one is the least charge, and it, uh, it's called limiting beliefs. I think we've all heard this, right? Accepting something that limits you in some way. Yeah. Now, it could be something in society or culturally or a family expectation, uh, or just kind of the way the world has taught us to kind of speak up or not speak up in certain situation, right? Yep. As women, I think you probably understand this. Um, so, for example, there's never going to be a woman president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's a limiting belief because for someone that believes that, then it's not going to happen. Right. Uh, I mean, for the longest time, we never thought we would have a black president, but that changed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because there was one person that said, that's not going to be me. I'm going to keep reaching for it. So a great question when that fear or something comes up when it, and you can ask yourself and say, where did I get that belief? Mm-hmm. Right. How is it serving me? Because it may come from society or your DNA with your family. For me, it was always as an Asian, you know, you, you had to get A's. You have to be a doctor or an attorney or an engineer to be successful. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> three options there huh (laughs) yeah exactly and you if you ask any asian uh, child they'll tell you yep that's that's the feeling that we get whether it's told to us or not yeah um the second one is the the most the second most emotionally charged one is assumption and it just like it says you know you assume something that's going to happen it happened to me in the past so it must happen again so we have evidence either from our experience or someone told us that they had that experience and then we come up with this laundry list of evidence why it's true for us right Right. for me it was like no I don't want to travel right now because I've got to work and I've got you know all these lists of all this evidence as to why yeah um 
And a good top terminology for exemption is also you, putting always or never. Like he always does this or she never right. listens to me or something like that, right? So that's a great, when you hear yourself using those, uh, those words, you know that you're going into an assumption. Mm-hmm. And so a great question that I ask myself is, well, because just because it happened in the past, does it have to be true? Yeah. And, you know, and even if it did happen, how can I do it differently? Because they say Thomas Edison spent like 10,000, tries 10,000 times, right, to invent the light bulb. Yeah. And I think if he would have gone in the assumption that, you know, it's failed 9,999 times, I'm not going to do it again. We be in the dark. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just constantly asking me like, well, how can I do it differently? How can I look at it differently? Yeah. What am I not seeing? And if you still can't, ask a coach, ask a family member, ask someone that you trust to say, what am I not seeing? Mm-hmm. So that's another fear that comes up that, that we create ourselves. Yeah. And then the, the, the third one is interpretation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we do this all day. It's not good or bad. It's, you know, this is your story. Someone says or does something and you make up a story and, and you believe that it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, really nothing means anything until you give it meaning. Yep. And Eckhart Tolle is a, I, is a great author that talks about, you know, this is we are the one that interprets the situation, creates the emotion, which then it comes to become our thought. You know, our thought creates the emotion and then that can either limit our choices and then there's no possibility we don't have choices. Yep. So a, a, a great question to ask yourself would be how much of that story is my interpretation and how much is it the truth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and a great way, uh, another question is great is, you know, what has someone done before that's been successful? Mm-hmm. Because co- they say copy success. Don't reinvent the wheel. If you want to start a business of selling baskets, someone's done it before. Yep. Go find out. Ask how they did it. Exactly. So, and then, do you have any question on that one? Oh, no, I was just going to say, that's why I uh, always recommend and people that I work with to inundate yourself with positive information. Find podcasts, find TED Talks, find all kinds of things that talks about what it is that you want to have in your life and yep. flood your brain with it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Turn off the news. Mm-hmm, Get rid of sure. the newspaper because it's all <laughs> negative and that goes into your subconscious mind. People don't realize it. Don't let it, don't let anything sit in the background. Don't, you know, while I tell people, while you're cooking, what all the, you know, don't leave the news running because even though consciously you don't hear it, subconsciously you're planting that, those seeds. Yep. Yep. You know, I have meditation music. I have chakra music. I have Reiki music because those are the things that I want to be in my subconscious. Yeah. It's much more foul. So the final one, I think we all have this. This is called, I call the gremlins. This is (laughs) our inner critics. We all know it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. 
Uh, it's, it's the most highly charged one because it's really deeply rooted inside of us. And it's, it's that personalized message that always starts with I, you'll know it. I don't have enough experience. I'm not smart enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I don't deserve success. But really the bottom line is I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough in some way. And we know that voice. We recognize it. Um, that gremlin it, it keeps, I just say that it's not a bad thing. None of this is bad or good. We can't label it. It's just what we look at it. Yeah. Um, our gremlin is actually keeping that inner child safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's trying to. It's trying to keep, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it, it wants you to stay where you are because it's safer than, than, than going out. It doesn't know what's over that, that ledge, right? So yeah. it wants to keep you here safe. And, and, and it wants to be comfortable. <laughs> it's, it's that inner child. Think about it. You know, like it doesn't, it wants to stay safe and comfortable. But when we get older, we really want to play it big. You know, taking risks um, is where you grow. And, uh, and you'll know because uh, you know, the one thing, it's like that gremlin convinces you that you're going to fail. So just yeah. stay here. <laughs> yeah. And, and when we come back, then I'm going to share one of the things that uh, people uh, on their deathbed uh, regret the most. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if we know that now, we can prevent that from happening. Right? Right. So that's what this is all about, making some shift. <laughs> Are we... Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Are you living a healthy and fit lifestyle? It's not just related to your physical well-being. It also means a healthier mind, confidence, improved health, stamina, and fitness. Talking with Tremaine brings it all to you. Host Tremaine Ellis, along with her husband and co-host David Ellis, will offer support, advice, guidance, and motivation to keep you in your best shape, both physically and mentally. Talking with Tremaine can be heard live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are 
listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, and I also love to get your feedback. For example, what kind of topics is it that you are interested in learning more about? Because that way I can make sure that I get all of your answers and needs met as much as possible. Now, just before we went to break, uh, I have Jacqueline T.D. Wynn here talking about fear, talking about turning your fear into your biggest asset, talking about traveling and how that was a big piece of making this happen. And uh, she was just talking about the, um, rather than, uh, you know, the different, the four different faces of fear. And the first one is a limiting belief. The second one is making assumptions. The third one is interpretation, how we interpret a situation. Can we interpret it a little differently? And then the last but not least, and the deepest one is our inner our inner critic that she calls a gremlin. And she had a great way of dealing with this, you know, to help you externalize it so it doesn't become a big part of who you are as a person. So Jacqueline, what was it that you were just talking about? How to do that? Yeah. Well, I, I tell people to name their gremlin. Uh-huh. And put a face to it. For me, it's a puffer fish. So my gremlin is named Puffer because when a puffer fish uh, is fearful, it blows up. And and when it's not fearful, it's it, it's normal. And so when you imagine that your gremlin, your inner critic, is something like that with a face, then you can have a conversation with it. It's external. Think of, think of it someone that's there to protect you, but keep you, it could keep you small. And so now it's not who you are. It's just puffer. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I would it. highly suggest you to name it some, something that, don't name it someone you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you might just end up really not liking that person. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, the, the, here's the funny part is that the thing that is trying to protect us, and it probably did when we were little, we were grown up, but now we forget that now we're big grown people with yeah. car keys and uh, a home and all that stuff. So we can get away from things. And we have lots of extra tools that we didn't have when we were little. And um, so, so, uh, so this is the piece of how we end up oftentimes playing small. And I left off right before the commercial break and talking about one of the biggest things that people, they regret on their deathbed. That's right. Is that they did not do just what you were talking about, play big. They did not live out their dreams. They, they stopped short. They lived small. They let other things and excuses get in the way. So now here they are. And, and personally, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people, they have this whole issue with getting older. I've never been able to wrap my brain about why people are worried about and afraid and ashamed of how old they are. We are all getting older every day, all together. Yeah, yeah. All and it's a good time. thing. 
<laughs> it's good. You know, when you, yes. when you use fear to your advantage, and that's why I want to, there's, there's three ways that you can use fear to your advantage. And I yeah. want to talk about that. Yes. You won't, you, it, you look forward to being older. Uh-huh. You every day is like another opportunity that you can yes. use this fear to your advantage. And you're just like, so excited. Yes. <laughs> so if you look at fear, number one, I guess maybe I should, maybe I should do the, the, the backward, the number three, right? The okay. Dave Letterman. <laughs> if you're yeah. old. So uh, number three, fear means growth. Yes. Right. Uh, if you're not, there's a saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. I, I uh, totally believe that. Yes. And you, you, I always say, <laughs> you're not going to grow very much sitting on the beach, sipping Mai Tai. <laughs> right. right. But those times when you are, you can't get out of bed because you cried because your relationship broke up or, or that you, uh, you, some your your business you know went under something big challenging that that came up when you get through that and we all have been there you can look mm-hmm. back at what those are the moments you remember because those are the times that you're like wow i'm such a different person now or i've learned so much so yeah. remember those moments because if you're not growing you're dying yeah, and here I love this part, you know, and this is exactly what put you on that path of going out and traveling by yourself was the relationship breakup. And I tell you what, in those moments, as heartbreaking as as difficult as it is to get through those times, usually when you look back, once you've recovered and you're a little further yeah. off. Then you realize, wow, they did me the biggest favor by putting up with me because they were really big jerks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, why did I stay in that relationship so long? Because I could have done this sooner, right? Like, that's another thing people regret, I think, is why didn't I do it sooner? Why didn't I end the relationship? Why didn't I leave that job? Why didn't I start this, you know, whatever it is? It was always, why didn't I do it sooner? People who get LASIK say, why didn't I get LASIK sooner? I hear that a lot with their eyes. But, you know, look at it as I'm about to become a greater version of myself. Exactly. Right. So when you look at fear as growth and it's it's different. Mm -hmm. So the number two is what's the best thing that could happen? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. we tend to obsess about the worst case scenario and yeah. I'm saying, look at both. You know, when I was offered my radio show, uh, fear came in and I was that same thing. Like, I'm not good enough. I don't know anything about radio. How do mm-hmm. I know? I've never in- interviewed anybody. And how about all the technology part, the yeah. sound and all of this. And then uh, my coach said, well, what's the worst that could happen if you started? And I said, you know, nobody listens. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what we fear. We're, we, one of the things we fear is that we're not accepted. Yes. That no one likes us, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, the worst thing would be that as I'm talking aloud, I'm like, yeah, the worst thing. And he says, and if no one listens, what is the worst thing that, that could happen there? And I said, well, I guess I just stopped doing it. <laughs> and he's like, well, how bad is that? Yeah. If you just stop doing it, then you start something else. And I said, you know what? If that's the worst case scenario, really, it's... I've actually really learned something too and how to do all of that. Right. And then I looked and he's like, well, what's the best case scenario? So I think anything that you want to do, look at both. Don't just yeah. look at worst case, look at best case and then mitigate it. Yeah. If this is the worst thing, what is going to happen? Yeah. It's beautiful. And then, right. And then, and then focus, 
visualize the best thing that could happen. And so what you want to do is turn fear into preparation. Mm. So it's preparation yes. and then take the action. 80% prepared. Don't wait till you're 100%. I think you and I learned about this. <laughs> it's never 100%. You're never, never. going to be 100% prepared. Never. So right when you're 80 and then, and then once you that kick out of version two, I mean, look at, they say don't ever update your apps, right? Because the first version is always the worst. So wait after they do the first version <laughs> and they get feedback and then update the second version. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so All you just keep, yeah, you just mm-hmm. keep updating and updating. And, yeah. and so, and then the number one way is that we're always stronger than we think. Oh, <laughs> so use that to your advantage. There's no other feeling like that triumph that you feel when you realize that you did not get defeated, yeah. right? You realize that you made it or you did it, yeah. um, that we're always stronger than, than we feel we are. And when this hap- when we accomplish that, what it does is internally it builds confidence. We get more comfortable and then you make a play for the next level. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's beautiful. And, um, you know, even going to the, the second uh, part of your fear, when you were talking about your radio show, if it had failed, which it hasn't, on the contrary, um, you would have had still that content that you put out there. Absolutely. That, that you could then use. And, and, you know, that's the best thing is to have. Right, content. right. So that's, that's looking at all the possibilities of mm-hmm. what I could gain. And so once you sit down and really put it on paper and, and think about it and look like, what's the worst case? Okay, so that I got, I got the worst case. Now, what's the best case? Yeah. What, what am I going to get out of it? And then you can see the list and it's much more powerful. Oh, yes, definitely. There's always so much more out there and we are so much more resourceful. But I also heard you mention briefly, you know, about having a coach. And, and that is a big part also because it's somebody outside of yourself uh, yes. that can help you help you pull you out of that gremlin phase there. Yeah, and- or all those phases, limiting yeah. belief, assumption, interpretation. Like mm-hmm. you, it's, it's really hard to put that mirror in your face to see what you're not seeing. Yeah. And we all have blind spots. Yeah. We all have areas in our life with, that uh, we need to look at. And a coach is amazing. I actually have a few coaches that mm-hmm. I go to depending on what area. You know, if I want energy work, I, I go to my energy coach and my business and things like that. But, uh, if, you know, if you don't have a coach, get one or just have a, someone that you trust that knows you really well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge. And same thing with, you know, the work that I do as a therapist, I work with people. I'm very specific. I go in laser focus. We yep. work on that to resolve it so that you don't have to carry that gremlin and the negative li- limiting beliefs and all that because that holds you back so much. It's uh, You don't even know how much it's holding you back until it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, people who lose weight, right? They're like, oh my God, I didn't realize I had this much energy. Yeah. Because they're so used to it. And that's the problem with these fear is that it builds like weight uh, an ounce at a time. And so after a while, you don't realize how much weight that you, you've actually carrying because you don't see it on your body. It's not preventing you from buckling your, your, uh, your, your pants. Right. But when you do get rid of it, yeah. you soar and you wonder why you didn't do it earlier because 
it's you're so much lighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in every which way. So, so. And you, yeah, and you never fail. There's never a fail. It's just opportunities of growth. There you go. I love that. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the three major events that changed your life, Jacqueline, and shaped who you are and pointed you to your purpose. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Everything is energy. It's all connected. Your energy can be seen as the foundation for your life and impacts all areas of living. Do you realize that your thoughts have the power to affect how you show up? Tune in for Healthy Energy with Margot, featuring host Margot Nielsen. Margot and her guests will show you that connecting to your energy is vital to your health, relationships, money, and more. Listen live every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, and we are definitely shifting our beliefs and perspectives on fear and how to turn fear into an asset. You know, how amazing is that to take something that generally tends to hold us back, play small, you know, live a life that we end up regretting, having so many regrets that I didn't do this and I didn't do that, you know, and instead to turn that, basically grab the lion by its mane and roar. <laughs> 
<laughs> right back at it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here doing. So, so we have Jacqueline T. D. Huynh, who is uh, Vietnamese, came here when she was eight years old uh, with her parents and five younger si- sisters with just the clothes on her back as a refugee. And you know, we were just talking about uh, sharing the three major events that changed your life and shaped who you are now and also pointed to you to what your purpose is. And I love when we get to find what our purpose is. That's where the juicy stuff is. That's where we get to live the juicy life, right? Right. Where, where, why, you know, where you want to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. You know, you're excited for every single day and you can't wait till the next day. Um, I, the first major event that happened in my life was actually not by my choice with my father, uh, was to leave our country. Um, my father was a uh, high-ranking officer in the South Vietnamese Army, mm. and um, he was given that choice uh, right before the war ended in Vietnam uh, for our safety to, to move, to have my mom and my, sis- my four young sisters and I um, flown out of the country for safety. Mm. Um, he had to stay and fight. So that was not an option for him, but that he didn't have to, because there were men who thought, Hey, we're going to win. So I don't want my fam to be away and they perish. So that major decision out of fear that my dad had um, to just protect us and um, change my, the course of my life, obviously, because I came to a country, the United States uh, a country that gave me freedom. We didn't have to worry about the enemy with a gun in our back. Yeah, I could go to sleep, early, you know, safe, feeling safe, knowing that my dad was home because my dad was out either, you know, in the boardroom discussing uh, uh, strategy or, you know, on, on the line. So we didn't see him very much. So everything changed, not only for my family internally, but outside that now we have, of the freedom we had the choices that we wanted to make and that was life-changing to be here yeah yeah I can't and, imagine you know having always lived in a place where there was peace and uh to to I you know I, it's always been a thought of mine how do people live with that kind of trauma I've always not knowing if someone's going to barge in in the middle of the night and you know yeah, grab yeah. one of your loved ones and Ugh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and, and having boys as a mom is scary because your right. boys are going to war and most likely they're going to die. Yeah. So, you know, my mom having girls was like a blessing. <laughs> Five <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I think the second thing that changed my life was we talked about earlier, you know, after a big breakup, I decided instead of just wallowing in my fear, and staying in bed and just going to my job every day, I was like, I'm going to do something big. I'm going to live my dream. I've always wanted to travel. And if nobody wants to travel with me, mm-hmm. God dang it, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. go, girl. I'll go by myself. So, yeah. you know, there's, and when I was out there, I met, I mean, many people that were traveling by themselves. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone, never yeah. alone when you're traveling. Let me tell you, you think you're alone, but you're not. Yeah. And then I think the third thing was I was in a, a bad marriage mm. and uh, my daughter was uh, five years old and my son was two. Mm. 
And I think like a lot of us parents, we think, let's just stay together for the kids. We'll work it out. It's better. And, you know, we kept trying to work it, work it five years. You know, my daughter and another child came and it just got to the point where, you know, you have to think of your children next. And uh, my daughter crawled into my bed one morning, said 10 words, and that changed the course of my life forever. Wow. She said, Mommy, it makes me sad when you and Daddy fight. Oh. And if you're a mom, you know that you want to do everything you can to protect that little child. Yes. And I didn't even know she heard her dad and I fighting, mm-hmm. but they do, and it yes. affects them. And so that started my journey of self-discovery. Mm. You know, I filed for divorce. I walked out and had no idea how I was going to support two young children and myself. I was just working part-time while he worked full-time and I was the one taking care of the family. And all of a sudden now I'm mom and dad. Yeah. I'm, you know, have to financially support myself and it's, it's a difficult journey and that's a lot of fear, a yes. lot of fear. Yes. <laughs> But it has been the most rewarding. I found I grew. I found who I am, yeah. what I want to do, what kind of legacy I want to leave in this world and for my children. And, and, and that is to leave my what I know, who I know, yeah. and my business to my children yeah. so that they don't have to start over no matter where they are. Mm. And, yes. and help other people do the same. And that's why I talk about multi-generational wealth. Wealth is not just in money. It's also, we know that money is a byproduct of who you know and what you know. Yep. So I want to make sure that all of those intellectual and human asset gets passed on for every generation, for every family. Yeah. And the beautiful thing as a parent is that you have this time where the brain is just the sponge and you have this golden opportunity to shape it into something, a little person that's just going to soar and not have all these fears and limitations and beliefs and and interpretations that, you know, they're going to have their own. But when you set them up like that, right from the get go, you are just uh, putting them light years ahead of of the rest of us. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Incredible. Giving, giving, when you get the tools, Mm -hmm. or you get to learn the tools that you already have, you can build a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the problem is people don't know how to use their tool, or they don't have the right tool. And then they're just looking at a, a, a mound. Yeah. And so I want my children at a very early age to understand the tools that they have and then keep giving them new ones and teaching them how to use it. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. And if you are looking to reconnect with your loved one, I have a cruise going out in September. Find your bliss. Go to uh, eventbrite.com and look for the Find Your Bliss cruise going out, Bahama cruise, and sign up for that. And next week, we have Vicki Griffith, who is going to be talking about the title is Put That Cookie Down, Crush Cravings in 30 Seconds. So she is going to give us some really great tips on how to get rid of those cravings that drive us nuts. <laughs> and Jacqueline, it has been the most pleasure having you here talking about fear, how to turn it around, and making that an asset. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity, and I hope that everybody takes the opportunity to look at fear in a different way. Yes, and if you want to reach out uh, and listen more to uh, Jacqueline on her radio show, it's Parent Pump, right? It's Parent. So my radio show is at Parent Pump Radio. Dot com and then my business website is integrative minds with an s.com and you can find all about my real estate investing program my leadership program my family program there excellent thank you so much again Jacqueline thank you and we will be in touch Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.